Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Vanderson. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible readings beginning on November the 26th, day 330. We read more of Paul's letter to the Roman Christians. Continuing his statement about sharing in the sufferings of Christ, he revealed that a reward of sharing in his glory is promised for those who are truly his, and only God knows the secret ownership of a person's soul. All creation is distressed by the corruption that Adam's sin incurred and longs to return to the perfection that it once enjoyed. Paul reminded the believers that the same love that motivated God to sacrifice his son will remain with us forever so that no matter what happens to us, we will arrive victoriously in heaven. Paul taught that authentic Israelite membership is not based on the bloodline, rather it is based on the faith line, if you will, and that God made his choice even before the profession of such faith could be made. He acknowledged that some might cry foul, but that no one has any right to make such a judgment against God. Rather than basing his choice on ethnicity, God is basing his choice on the believer's faith in him. The good news is that the family tie of faith in Jesus' vicarious sacrifice is available to any human, anywhere, of any language, status, culture, or generation, while he or she is alive. This is truly the reality of which we ought to be most thankful. November the 27th, day 331. We read how Paul encouraged the Gentile believers to be humble because God sent him to them when the Israelites at large rejected Jesus, and he will do the same to them in reverse if their arrogance turns their hearts away from Jesus. There is a number of Gentiles yet to be reached before God softens the hearts of the Jews for wide-scale salvation, reference Romans chapter 11 verse 25. Paul taught that a true act of worship is in using our bodies for right living. He encouraged the believers to live in harmony with each other. He taught them to respect authority. He encouraged Christians to behave prudently as Paul believed that Jesus would return during his lifetime. Finally, for matters of the conscience, he taught that it is better for a believer to behave cautiously rather than carelessly because for a believer to do anything that he or she knows is wrong is a sin. November the 28th, day 332. We read Paul's encouragement for believers to live in service to others because even Jesus, who deserved to expect his preferences to be obeyed without hesitation, did not demand his way. Paul said that the scriptures teach, give us hope and encouragement so that we will continue to wait patiently for God. Paul referenced scripture that prophesied that the Gentiles would be included in the eternal praise of God. He shared his intended plans and greeted the believers. He taught that false teachers should be shunned. Next we begin reading the second letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthians. He praised God's method of sharing comfort from one person to another as believers share in the struggles of the Christian life. He informed them of the reason for his changed plans. Finally, he reminded the believers that it is God who enables us to stand firm in the faith and that his Holy Spirit who indwells us is proof that he will honor all his promises in due time. November the 29th, day 333. We read Paul's pleading for the Corinthian believers to continue following him and the other spiritual leaders in the same way that they demonstrated their walk with Christ as an encouragement to the saved while recognizing that they are a stench to those who do not want to hear about their coming eternal judgment. Paul described the new covenant of the indwelling Holy Spirit as being far more glorious than the Mosaic law. The law brought death, but the new covenant brings life. 
Unfortunately, Satan has blinded unbelievers from this truth. However, despite the hardships and abuse, Paul and the other leaders never gave up because God has and will continue to receive greater glory from every new soul saved. He reminded them that the universal goal of all believers is to please Christ, knowing that God will assess all believers' behavior. He said that God uses us as his voice to the lost, so do not abandon the calling because today is the day of salvation to those who hear and believe. Rather than holding up a certificate or degree, Paul asserted that his qualification as a leader was proved by the manner in which he lives his life as a servant of Christ. November the 30th, day 334. We read more of Paul's letter to the Corinthians about not being too closely associated with non-believers. He commended the church for the repentance of the thing which he had formerly chastised them. He taught that God wants believers to experience the kind of sorrow that leads towards righteous living and away from sin. Paul expressed joy in the believer's maturity as evidenced by their generosity in giving to others. He reminded them that Jesus, who was rich, became poor for their sake. Paul named several people who would ensure that the gift would be delivered as expected. He encouraged them to give willingly, and in due time they would be blessed. In this way, the body of believers abroad would support each other when they are in need. By giving, the recipients would glorify God, and this would prove that they were obedient to the Lord, thereby adding evidence that they really were saved. Paul defended his authority to admonish and correct them because he was the one who first brought them the gospel, and because of the authority that the Lord had given him so that the church would grow. He refused to boast in any other qualifications than those that fell within the scope of his work in the church. December the 1st, day 335. We read how Paul was frustrated by the Corinthians' wavering loyalties. Paul taught them the pure and simple gospel without charge. But in his absence, swindlers had come in to redirect the people towards themselves for their own benefit. Paul gave evidence of his selflessness by listing many of his sufferings for the gospel in hope that they would respect his authority and obligation to correct their behavior. Paul warned that Christ is among them, and although he died in weakness, he now lives in awesome power. Paul will use the same power that came from Jesus to correct those living in error at his next visit. Finally, the reading ends with the account of Eutychus falling asleep during one of Paul's late-night sermons. He was sitting in the window and fell three floors to his death. Paul must have prayed for him because the boy went home unharmed. December the 2nd, day 336. We read where Paul, intent on returning to Jerusalem, met with the Ephesian elders to deliver a final message that he had hoped would encourage them to keep their faith pure by remaining true to the message of the gospel and by resisting false teachers that were bound to infiltrate the leadership. Paul boarded a ship with Luke and some other Greeks and eventually landed in Tyre, Syria. The believers there prophesied of the persecution that awaited Paul's arrival in Jerusalem. Paul was determined not to allow anything to thwart his goal. In Jerusalem, Paul and his companions stayed in the home of a man that was either a Greek or a Hellenistic Jew. There was a conflict that ensued because while Paul did not depend on the Mosaic law for salvation, he did still practice his cultural duties. Those that opposed the gospel of Jesus Christ were not able to separate the two in their minds, so they accused Paul of preaching against Moses' teachings. 
Since it was during the time when the Jews celebrated Moses' reception of the law on Mount Sinai, they were especially zealous and sought to kill Paul. Dr. John MacArthur says that the celebration was formerly called Pentecost, the Feast of the First Fruits, but by this time in history, the emphasis of the celebration had shifted to honor Moses' receiving of the law at Mount Sinai. The MacArthur Bible Commentary, page 1482. The Roman commander and his men barely saved Paul from the mob by holding him up over their shoulders to shield him from their attack. This ends this week's summary of Daily Chronological Bible Readings. My next episode will pick up on a Daily Chronological Bible Reading summary of December the 3rd, Day 337. I look forward to your visit then. May the Lord bless you.